Ah, cliffcentral.com on a Thursday morning. Thursdays are reserved for the burning platform. The Benning in Tlemaza. <laughs> and Ace Marashule. No, today is a crossover. <laughs> it's a it's crossover. A, it's a truth to okay, truth, truth to, to power. power. Yeah. Truth to power bending platform crossover. <laughs> uh-huh. This is what people have been waiting for. Well, I'll tell you what, you are one of the most uh, in-demand people we've had because our audience tell us who they want to hear from. Oh, is that so? Yeah. Grab that microphone. You haven't been on radio for a long yeah, time. You need a bit see, closer. Yeah. I miss radio. Man. Here, here he is, Professor Ohopotsi. That's, that's an old story, man. Because you are ungovernable. He is ungovernable. <laughs> he kept calling me the whole night last night. I thought my name was controversial <laughs> on his show. He's like, you are so controversial. Yeah, controversial talk show host. Did we, did we say anything controversial last night? I don't think so. Your producer afterwards was like, you guys. Yeah, you, you, you said you don't have manners. That's the most controversial thing you said yesterday. And you defeated me because once somebody accepts that, no, well, maybe I don't have... What do you say after that? <laughs> you can't say, no, you must have manners. <laughs> well, I enjoyed being you on your show. You were defeated? I, I was. I, I truly I, I was. Because I, I thought he was going to, you know, clamp up and say, no, 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 and be defensive. No, he says, well, maybe. maybe if, you got me, if you got me the 10 years ago, yeah, when everything was still so serious, and I had yeah. to make a point, and it was all ego and bluster, and then maybe yeah, it would have been a disaster. <laughs> yeah, you, you, then you would have made you could have had beef for breakfast, but <laughs> broken but the internet. I'm just, I'm not like. There's not a lot that gets me fired up and angry anymore. I mean, is, I, is that so? I, th- I think I'm beginning to feel the same way because it's bad, right? I've been renting since 2016. <laughs> And I've tried, if I tried to make an audit of how many rents people did something after them, I would, I would be disappointed, you know. Well, I but don't know, the renting is still good. The I, renting I, is still good because, because, because I think there's a, a thing. South Africans, baboi man, we we have a, a, a yes. fear. South Africans have a fear of, um, and maybe it's manners, ne? Maybe yeah. people have good manners, so well, they well, don't too, want to well, too polite. Pol- and politeness well, is what, what, too polite. You got to be careful that politeness doesn't go into patronizing, kind of talking past the point, euphemism. Listen, you know, when people polite- we don't actually yes. address things because we're so scared of upsetting each other. South Africans actually don't like conflict. Politeness this is, what I was is the last highest night. form of disrespect. It's true. Yeah. Let me let me tell you. Let me confess something. So I got this segment called the rent. Okay. <laughs> It's actually let's called say, the let's rent. Say, let's say, I, yeah, it's called JJ's rent. <laughs> That's it. what it's called, yeah. So let's say I rent about Cliff and say, this, this guy's racist and whatever. But when he's my guest, I can't rent to him in in his face. That would be rude. Mm. Imagine if I start shouting at you and you are in front of me. I can't. I have to now switch to a mode of saying, Cliff, can you just tell me why, what do you think? Why, why do people mm. think you are like this? Mm. Right, and then let you talk, and we have a conversation. Mm. So people expect that if I, if I have rented about Tulas Nasi and called him incompetent, when he visits my you show, tell him you I must tell him in your face, you are incompetent. <laughs> you are incompetent. No, no, no. no. <laughs> I'm sorry. In an yeah. Indian television station, there is somebody who does that and and literally picks some points at the at the guest. I can't. People will people will refuse to come to my show. But so, oh, they'll cry. Oh. They'll run out. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, no, I've not achieved the... somebody walk out of my studio. I thought you would walk out and I failed. Me? Yeah, you know. Gareth would I was so out. happy. I was at home. It was nice to see you. <laughs> but you and know by what? the way, I just want to congratulate JJ. It's been three years of that show. 
and he's mm. held on to, to power. it. Held and you've done you've done a superb job. And it is so important in this country now more than ever that we have places where people can hold politicians' feet to the fire. Listen, I must tell you, ENC has been fantastic. Um, they have literally just left me alone to do my own thing. But you know that uh, in the South African media, the sustainability of that is always questionable. My contract mm. is ending in two months. Well, that's why we're having uh, you on this morning to, <laughs> to remind them that they to remind them and they must let go of a good moment. thing. No, no it's ending in clip. it's ending in two months. You know, uh, and and with the media every year. You know, they, they, they give you a one-year contract and you come so that they, they can keep you, you know, on a leash. That's unfortunately how the media works. I was so relieved when my contract was over for a year. I was so relieved to get out. Serious. And again, that's why I admire you for doing it as long. It's hard work. People don't realize how difficult it is. You're doing three shows a week. It's, it's you know? truly, and I've, I was just saying, you know, it, it, it can be unsustainable at some point. And yeah. also because it's a, how can I put it? Uh, people understand, but it's a spiritual show in a sense, because I try in those terms to, to say what I believe. It's not a scripted thing. Sometimes my producer doesn't even know what I'm going to say. Sometimes I also, at some point, don't know how I'm going to couch the thing. I just know the theme. I'm going to talk about the sage, right? And I've got my points I've prepared. But now the delivery can be something that goes into another rim hmm. where I really just say what comes from my heart. I'm not there to try and impress anybody. I'm not there to try and make sure that the bosses are not too upset or whoever I'm talking about is not going to, when I meet, meet, me, meet me in the corridor, what they're going to, I don't think about those things. That's why I've always said I consider every show my last one because I'm not there thinking, if I say this, I may lose my job tomorrow. No, to, to hell with that. But I said to you last you night, that's how you know you're free, right? You're one yeah. of the few free people in the world. You go on, you say what's on your mind, you worry about the consequences afterwards. Most people have so many filters and gates mm. yeah. before they can say anything. But do you think that, yeah. describing it as spiritual, yeah. this experience, do yeah. you think that short stint that you had in the political realm yeah. was less free for you? Then you are now in the space. No, no, no. I was very free in the political realm. That's why I left when I wanted to. Mm. I was very free, and that was part of the trouble. So, <laughs> you know, the cope experience in 2000 was 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 just extraordinary. You know, <laughs> I just, you know. So you get to a meeting, and the whole meeting stops because you wrote an article in the Sunday Times, and the president is furious and says. Why is this guy writing? You know, I, I should be saying these things. I said, why don't you say them? No, no, no. But nobody has written. Write, write for yourself. <laughs> no, but this guy can't write like this. And so on. So Tara Lokota used to be, you know, just extraordinary. And, until, you know, the, the late Muleleki uh, Jot said, said to me one day, which woman is it? <laughs> what? That's all he said. He said, wow. what? You and Terra must be fighting over wow, somebody. It cannot geez. be that we sit in a meeting and have to deliberate on your articles. And I, by the way, at Cope, uh, if it was not Philip Dexter, it was me writing. Mm. All the other people had to wait for us to draft for them right. so that they write under their names, which is called ghostwriting. Mm. Where's Monsieur Lakota these days? What's he up to? Sure well, she's recovered from something. a stroke. Oh, um, and and you know I had him on my show, and then you know he couldn't remember certain things, and then he said, "Oh, by the way, I had a stroke." I said, "I apologize. I have no idea. I would oh. not have put you through that." Mm. 
But he seems to have recovered and is expelling half of his executive. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, the Dennis Bloom has just resigned last week. You know, uh, he, uh, he How he, many people? Are, Colin, Colin how many? What a bride! What a bride! She, she, she's a, yeah, she's a, the speaker of Johannesburg, a solo solo member of Coke, Coke and yeah. ends up being a speaker. That's your nature. That's your. That's the state of your Johannesburg. But wow. she's but she's a bright person. I mean, I was very impressed. She was on my show two weeks ago, and frankly, I was impressed. And I had not invited her for a long time because. You know, I just thought, you know, how does you, how do you become a speaker when you have one seat? Because I was, and it was really because you of, are a political because it, animal. It was because out of concern for her, really. Because in in politics, you need a caucus. You understand? Mm. You need you need mm. people who can bounce ideas with and say, hey, what are we gonna say? What are we gonna do? How are we gonna put it? You strategize. Now she's alone. <laughs> she's running the bloody old bloody place. I was so I said, "How do you do this?" And she survived. And she survived. And she an survived. She survived he, an ousting. As I like well. the way he she says, survived. He says out of concern. Yeah. He gets <laughs> no, on. I, I, I quite like it. I like Colin Macubel. I really, I really do. You know, uh, you know, I haven't, I haven't gotten around to profiling her in one of my magazines. I, 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 I edit a magazine called Leadership Magazine, by the way, and another one called Black Business Quarterly. So I always try to look for interesting people who can inspire others yeah. you know to get things done when it's impossible this i think she deserves a cover but you know <laughs> unfortunately my covers are full for the next year yeah. <laughs> no so, no they are <laughs> so let's talk about some of the things that are going on in the news this week because yeah. uh, everybody's talking about yesterday's launch of act the act yeah. uh, yeah, i hope you get some votes from Congress action for sa transformation <clears throat> What is that called? Af African, African Congress, Congress for, for Transformation. transformation. Mm, it's like more like ATM. Yeah, mm. I remember ATM. That was... Uh, African Transformation Movement. That, who and was there that? Was a, there was a it, rumor that ACE was involved in its formation. Yeah, that is... Um, well, he certainly used the... He certainly used his position as an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> Political musical chairs. I yeah. political musical chairs. I don't chairs. hold out. I said to JJ last night, I don't hold out much hope for this uh, this Ace Makashula thing. I think it's failure to launch. It's two, three years too late. There was a time where he had some political capital to spend. He doesn't have any anymore. Listen, he's gonna have one seat in parliament at least. That's and that's all he needs, really. He yeah, just needs to needs secure eighty thousand votes or less. I think. I think. I don't know where it is now. Apparently, it's about fifty thousand votes to get one seat. So he should. He should be able to get fifty thousand sympathizers who so, will make sure that he's in parliament. He's not out of pocket. He's got a salary. Very you know, much like UDM. And, yeah, and then his friends. He left his friends there over the ends. He will make fun of him every day in parliament. It's okay, really. Mm -hmm. That's what's gonna happen. But he can get even an extra seat. I think from the free state. <laughs> Don't undermine his reach because he's been a warlord. Okay, maybe a warlord is extreme, but you know, know he's run the free state though. for years. I don't know if it's extreme though. I mean, they, what did they used to call him? Like a, a, a shotgun premier. Yeah. That's yeah. what they used to call him because yeah. he was all over the place and he was just. But but also don't undermine what uh, patronage can Ex do for you, exactly. which he does, which he no longer has. Yes, but he's, remember he has planted the seed of that patronage for years. So there are certain people who are grateful 
You know, I had a big argument with somebody uh, who said to me, yeah, he, he, you know, he took many people to school and so on. And I said, yeah, but have you interrogated that? Because apparently some of those, some of those kids were taken to school they, halfway through. They were ch chased out they were chased saying out that the where countries. is the money for the bursary? But I'm sure it's not all the people that uh, were given bursaries who who did not benefit. All I'm saying is I'm just making that as one example. Then there's tenders, Okay. Uh, he's managed to keep his hands clean. I won't be surprised if he does. He gets away with that court case of corruption, because he signs nothing. It's one mm. of those people who sign nothing. That's clever. But say to you, sign here. T tell somebody else to sign. Yeah. You know, and deliver things in bags and whatever. So th those remnants of that patronage may come in handy for those fifty seats that he needs for parliament. You can call in favors. I I don't. But um, you see those individuals. Who mm. follow you because of what you have to give them? Yeah, give one the very same people who stop answering your call when you are no longer the person signing off or yeah. getting the thing. And and that's where I think Ace may have no, no, it's true. But what I'm saying to you is that it's not everyone who he benefited and got something back. And this may be the time, right? I'm telling you, uh, this <laughs> argument I had three weeks or four weeks ago with somebody who said, yeah, but you know, my, my cousin, whatever, was given a buzzery, etc. And then they were surprised when I said, no, but some of those buzzeries were fake, <laughs> right? Uh, so, so you can expect that he, he, he wouldn't have started the party if he didn't think he still a chance to even get at least one seat so that he's in Cape Town. So what's gonna happen mm. to burning in Tlemeza then? <laughs> I, I have no idea how some of these people think. They they they, <laughs> they think on the extreme side, or or they seem to be living in a parallel universe. So you are, you know, getting hot under the collar that Ben Clemenza was corrupted. I mean, the things that he, they say he did, you know, that includes, you know, you know, attempted murder. Oh and, yeah, yeah. So listening and, and, into people's phone oh, calls yes. and you know, people used to say hello <laughs> when they say hello, they say hello, Jameza. First, before they <laughs> yeah, say hello, listening to your calls. I remember that time. <laughs> wow. So maybe Ace needs that underworld that Jameza is probably still in charge of to to make it ahead. I don't know. Because also maybe he, he needs Jameza to make sure that the ANC doesn't rig the elections. <laughs> well, mm. which what, is a good time what strange to talk about, which, which I suppose is a good time to, to segue into talking about the Electoral Act. Yes, yes. And yeah. Well, actually, and it did come up briefly when we were talking. Last yeah, I call night. it a dog's breakfast. It is a dog's breakfast because you spoke about Musi Maimane and when he had yeah. ambitions to reform the way that we do elections. Mm. More of a constituency-based system. He's, he's sure, still, yeah. we had him on. You've had him on before. Yeah. He's he's still he's, he's holding court, out. Yeah, he's fighting in constitutional the good court fight. now. Yeah. But I, I don't think the constitutional court had an appetite to go and, uh, in a sense, uh, you know, shake things up around the elections. Because I said the elections are coming. It's going to be a mess. Can't we just go through this coming elections and we can sort out things? And then the the the, the argument, the other argument is that now you are putting people in parliament. Who are never going who, to make those changes? Who so, have <laughs> no reason? Yeah, to they have make no reason changes. to make those changes because what what uh, 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 what Parliament has done now is what we call malicious compliance. Mm -hmm. So the Constitutional Court says, "Listen, make it possible for for uh, independence to stand." They say, "Oh, all right." They will contest the two hundred seats, you know. And uh, if you are somewhere in Matubatuba, uh, and and you just look, KZN is your constituency with eight million people. So. 
co-figure. And by the way, you need more signatures than the political party to be an independent. <laughs> Good luck. Bye-bye. You know, it's malicious compliance. Like the numbers yeah. are astounding to me. Like almost 13,500 signatures you need as an independent in order to be able to say, you can stand. You have to get thirteen yeah, and, and a half But political parties don't need that signatures. Why? Why make political parties? Uh, you know, submit a thousand. Yeah, and then in the, it should be the other way around. The political parties have the machinery, they have the branches, they've got the resources. They are even funded by the taxpayer. Yeah. But they're not. They're only expected to just get a thousand to get in. No, but only some are funded by the taxpayer. So how only? Uh, we shouldn't fund any of them. It should be like uh, in, in many democracies around the world where they have to do their own fundraising. shouldn't come out of the state coffers for anything that isn't already state stuff, like you are spending on the public. You know, you're spending on the public good. So you asked me a question yesterday, and I want to I ask you the same thing because I'm lazy. <laughs> we were talking about social cohesion. Yes. And we were talking about the issues that get South Africans inflamed and fired yeah. up yeah. and all of that stuff. So... It's easy to distract us. We know this, right? Yeah. We can have Tabo. Uh, yeah, we can have this uh, serial killer who's in Tabo Besta, Tabo yeah. Besta and, and and Nandi Magudumana, yeah. and we can have their case. And suddenly, everyone's let's watch this. Yeah, and then there'll be Julius says something at the EFF's rally. Tent. Yeah, kill the yes. farmer. Yes. And then we're it's suddenly looking weeks. at that. Yeah, two weeks then, of discussion. And and yeah. then palapala happens, and then we're distracted <laughs> by that. But none of those three things I've just spoken about have any effect on most people's day-to-day -day lives. None. And the stuff that does, like the Electoral Act, people, don't they care. glaze over. Don't care. They don't pay attention to this stuff. Most people in this country have no idea what the difference is between a party list and a constituency-based system. And maybe, maybe they're right. So you have the job, like I do, and Pumi does, of trying to explain to people what we think is important – Many people get it. Let's give credit where it's due. Mm. A lot of smart people in this country. But when you talk like you do about the Reserve Bank or about economic policy, most people just go, Whoosh. so how do we get everybody activated? How do we get people to the polls, first of all? Because we know that's important. Yeah. If these politicians don't have a mandate, then they can't claim to, to govern. So how do we get them there, first of all? And second of all, what are the things that you think we, we care about that we're not talking about? Look, I think South Africans have not linked poor performance or their daily struggles, such as potholes, robots that don't work. And so they, they have not, Them they not don't managed to link these things with a vote. When the vote comes, they seem to sort of switch off from their problems and say, hey, let's make sure that our people are in power and that's it. We'll see the rest tomorrow. So they will, they will uh, vote for them today and next week they say they're not clinics and they march and they even ban the clinic that they have, mm. right? So they have not, they, they, for some reason, we have not linked the things, right? Um, even if you look at the elections, the, the, result, the election results of 2021 where the ANC got 45%. People still think, no, that was just a fluke. They don't see there's a trend of people being fed up and slowly, slowly changing this thing I'm talking about of not linking my problems, the race that are being taken up. So, so that, that goes to the argument of voting. it had to get worse for people Before to Before it gets better. 
Okay, so are we at the bottom now? We're not yet at the bottom, <laughs> but yet. this is oh, why. Oh, Pumi, don't say that. No, we're not yet at the bottom. And, and, and God. Every, every opportunity I get, I will say this. Part of our problem is the fact that we also have a private sector that is willing to prop up a failing government. You know, so we have... They're in cahoots. 350 the unions CEOs the of prominent companies in this country mm. coming together and signing a, a an agreement that says we are going to help the president. Like the president is not a president of a political party that has gotten us to where we are. And, and so what they are doing is by propping him up and propping the party up and helping with service delivery in as they see it, they are delaying the bottoming out where people get to a place well, where they say, because they, they these see people that, are fucked up and they must go. All right, but, they, <laughs> but they're being so greedy in that case that they, they're, they're thinking yeah, only of the short, term, the short term greed that they can, they can make money out of this. And propping up, as you say, it's a good term because we know who these people are. <laughs> we know who these people are. And they're also the ones that try to sell this positive message. And meanwhile, Pumi's got a point. They like they're doing more damage than good. Do you agree? Look, <clears throat> I never thought I would say this, but in February, um, I got to listen to Ibrahim Padel because I've been wondering what is this thing of social compact. And I've even in my <laughs> one of my shows said social compact my foot, man. Don't come and tell me about social compact. You're not delivering. You're not doing what you're supposed to do. He explained it in a, a way that I began to look at it different. To say the problem in South Africa is so big, okay? We're in such a mess that no one sector can solve it. So you can go and say, oh, me and Cliff, let's just be on our corner and do our thing and brighten the corner where you are and what have you. That's not going to solve your problem because you've got... A, a big debt burden. I mean, I don't even, I can't even fathom what it is that how, what you have to pay back big the number, money. Big number. It's a huge number. You are not going to sort it out by being in your own little corner alone. Secondly, if you look at social service, let's just look at education. I mean, we are told our, we spend per capita more than any country in the world on education, but the results are the Nothing. worst the in worst the results. world. Yeah. Mm. No, literally, it's not a <coughs> no, it's, it's like not our, our kids can't read. Can't, in any they language. Say, they say they can't read for me. They can't read. That's it, period. You understand? And, and it's an assessment where not, we are I, number... I promise you I'm not laughing because <laughs> I like this. I'm laughing because I've, it's yeah. so goddamn devastating. Yeah, so now... Patel says and explains it well that in a problem that big, right, no government, you can elect whatever government you want, it's still going to fail unless we all pull together, right, and do our part in all the corners where we are, right? So in, your, in the media, you do your part because that's where you've got influence. If somebody is in the teaching profession, instead of sleeping with children and mm. making them pregnant mm -hmm. as a teacher, Jesus. Can you just sort that out? Yeah. In the justice system, instead of justifying that your, your teachers are sleeping with kids and turning a blind eye, can we just have one person who is actually in prison because of statutory rape? Just one. Mm. I've been asking for this one person. Yeah, I asked, right. who did I, I asked one of the ministers. I think it was Muzwa Lady or somebody. Or no, not Muzwa Lady, Patla, the Minister of Health. 
Don't give me statistics that 90,000 kids are pregnant. What? Pregnant by who? By Holy Spirit. And, the, and these people just carry on being teachers. Yeah. But so No, I, they go and pay the family and say, keep quiet. No, but uh, Mamel, I, I hear that. That the problem is, is big yeah. and no one what what. Yeah. But the biggest part of our problem yeah. is that we have in place ministers... A, a lot of DGs and also sorts of we have a lot of ministers yeah. and DGs who and deputy ministers. Are, yeah. 70. Who are <coughs> beholden yeah. to a particular party policy. Yes. That even as you try and do your best, yeah. they are deliberately trying to break the system. Yeah. Then, vo so, then vote them so out. Vote those people out. Yeah. But if you once you so, once you fail to vote them out, which we have, remember 2019, we we're all in a frenzy saying this is it, this is something, this is going to be uhuru. <laughs> and then we still came up no. with the three parties at the top. Once you've now uh, that cycle has come and gone, and you have those people, then you've got a, an obligation democratically to work with them until you vote them out. So next week, next year, we have another opportunity to vote them out. I doubt we're going to vote them out, by the way, because they have DA, and thanks to the DA, because they, instead of saying, let's have a government of national unity, bring everybody together so that we can uh, have an alternative. They say, no, 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 no. we're not going to work with this red ones, this red, just run away. This is the enemy. And then they were going to get some, you know, generally named party. I'm not sure what they are called. We've never heard of them. They don't even have one vote it, in it their has lives. It to do with an NP. Yeah, an NP and National Party something. Yeah, rework. Re, 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 re what is it? I, when your song is, is, is done. four deputies. Did, did I tell you this? They've got four deputies. Yes. They've got a white deputy. Yes, a de Indian. A <coughs> and, right. Anyway. Right. Anyway, those people, they are going to fail. They are not going to get to 30%. Okay? And then all that thing, they are fighting for the best opposition seat. This is bad because... At them, at them, the way things are so bad, we should be saying, guys, we're in trouble. Let's all pull together some, some sort of a government of national unity, right? And get the best person out of all these parties, right? The best people to actually do something with their professional skills, with their intelligence, with their, you know, IQ and all of these things that seems to be lacking in some of the ministers who have been ministers since 1994 and they don't get tired because they don't, they don't have to do much work. I mean, how, how do you keep an engine in office? 15 years Yo. as if they are doing fantastic work. You have to keep them in, in the entire country. You can't find a minister of education who can make sure that you know, children don't drown in toilets. Just, just okay, before you get to the curricula, can kids not drown in a toilet? But she's been there, you're right, 15 years. Yeah. She, in a company, she would get a, 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 a watch. <laughs> a long service. <laughs> a long service watch. <laughs> no, guys, no, we're in a mess. So we, 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 don't, we don't vote. First of all, there are people who don't vote. Let's start there. Yeah. Some extraordinary number, I think 15, Huge. who are registered to vote. I'm not yeah. talking about 18. those who have not even registered. I'm talking about the ones who are registered, million. who said, I won't bother. It's too cold. It's too hot. I can't go. I'm going to take a bright mm -hmm. day off. Oh, they're saying it's a holiday. Fine. I'm not going to vote. And the same people will be in the streets burning down the place saying, to hell, this government is useless. But this is also people not showing up to vote. 
is also a failure of of all the opposition parties because they are not burning up, firing up the people enough to come and vote for them. So people would rather not vote for any one of them. If they're not willing to vote for the ANC, they would rather not show up to vote. They don't even want to give those people. And and that's that's on them too. But maybe, and here's the the very scary conclusion you could come to, is that maybe people in this country actually don't believe in democracy. Mm. Because if they don't, what are the scary alternatives to that? Like if, if this democracy thing for another election proves to be inconclusive... Yeah. And we end up with these same clowns yeah. in parliament and in cabinet and in the executive. Then what what are people maybe asking for? No, we need a catastrophe. Oh, oh, please don't say this. Isn't it already a catastrophe? No, you see like the the, the, the pseudo earthquake we had this morning. We it need wasn't a, catas- a pseudo earthquake. It was in my neighborhood. In that day. I felt it. It wasn't pseudo. It was real. Oh, yeah, pseudo because I, you know, I just saw it on WhatsApp. But but <laughs> but all I'm saying is, it's not something that will get people into the streets and pour. you see what happened to the, with the Arab Spring. People didn't think that could happen, right? So we mustn't be also dismissive of a the, this catastrophe I'm talking about that is required. We, we, maybe that's what we need, and maybe that catastrophe will jolt people to say, "Hey, it's gonna be bad for our children." It's going to be bad for our new next generations. We have not had that catastrophe. People are just going about their lives. You know, that's why we've always said the unemployment rate in this country is a, is a time bomb. But that sounds like a cliche. It was a time bomb. Okay, what does that actually mean? Mm. You know, does it mean that like the capitalist city coming to a standstill because workers are not paid what they, they, they is due to them or a mine oh, uh, coming to a standstill for five weeks because... You, 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 I'm asking for 12,000 rand and the next person is earning 300 million. He could even take his own money and stop that strike. If, he, if out of the 300 million, he just took 10 million and say, I'm going to give each of you a bonus of 2,000. I don't know because those numbers, you know, I've not had such numbers in my bank account like some of you, Cliff. <laughs> if you look at these nice studios you have, oh, congratulations, but it looks very nice. You sure. understand? So I don't He's know awake. what is what is the wage gap between you and your lowest paid work. Okay, not you, but in, in person. But I'm just saying. Yeah, I, the people talk about those things as uh, uh, time bombs, but they, they don't internalize what that actually means, right? And it often happens in a little corner. So this month, this year, it will be Sibanye having a problem. She was earning three hundred million, and the lowest paid worker is earning nothing after deductions. And then they, they let them suffer there on the corner. It becomes just a news item. Next week is Tswani. So imagine if in every little corner of the country, something like this happened and the country just came to a standstill and said, we need a new government, right? Is, is that the catastrophe we need before people wake up and say, let me just go and vote and maybe my vote will make a difference. I'm not calling for insurrection. <clears throat> Careful. Yet. No. Yet. No, I like that. Also, you just did it, Julius. You said, yet. That's also. But it is also considering who the people are. So one of the things that, that we, we don't often talk 
enough about mm-hmm. as South Africans is when you look at the South African population, if you look at all 60 million of us, or depending on what, when when the numbers finally come out for yeah. the 2022 uh, Yeah, I think census. it was 70 million plus Zimbabweans. <laughs> when the numbers <coughs> finally come out, we don't know when they'll be coming out, but when they do, finally, when Rasenga finally graces us with his presence at work and gives us those numbers. And the fact that the median age in South Africa is 27. Mm-hmm. And consider who those people are and where they are yeah. and what they are doing. That is why when you have a conversation about the Electoral Act, people glaze over. And then when you have a Uncle Waffles burger special, there is exciting. much excitement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? When, yeah. when you talk about black coffee slapping somebody... Yeah, suddenly it's all news for like a week. That is what we actually also have to consider. The fact that the the majority of the people, the biggest number of people who aren't showing up to vote, who aren't even registered to vote, are kids. And we're not having the conversations that... So you talk, fire you, those you, kids you talk about a catastrophe. And I yeah. think, you know, it's important also people have a very short memory. So Congo Chris says, how many more do we need? Marikana? The Bree Street explosion, the cholera pandemic, ESCOM. Yeah. We've had a lot of catastrophes. Yeah, but those are happening in little boxes, right? And are we act- too resilient? We, we, we are, and that's wrong. You understand? How do you have a cholera? I mean, I'm sure even in the West country, countries that, that have poor infrastructure and so on, they, they've gotten rid of cholera in the, in the 60s and 70s. Mm. We have cholera here, 30 people die. And then those people gather in a stadium and only late for the president. And let's remember that cholera. <laughs> but I that mean, cholera, there was also this, this broke out in a, a DA-controlled municipality in Pretoria, right? Yeah. So that's something to think about too, because everyone goes, you know, well, if it was another party, but that's another party. Yeah. No, it's not the political no, party no, that puts that, the color in the water. That's true, but we need to dig deeper. I agree. Because the, the DA has just been there for two minutes. Sure. This thing, and I already said uh, in, in Haman Skral, it's been a, a thing there about the fact that the water is so bad that half the kids there grow up with brown teeth. Jeez. It didn't start last week, right? So it's an accumulation of neglect over years. Right, and I'm not saying the DA then is come out shining sure. because actually when they got into power, they were given a report that said the water in Amazgral is not fit for human consumption, and this was already five years ago. But by that time already, it was already not fit for human consumption. So the question is, what were the people who had in power there for 30 years doing? So, uh, you know, I, that one irritates me when the ANC comes tries to say, "Oh no, 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 this ter- terrible thing in." And then it comes out that one of their funders stole money that was meant to do the cleaning works. What is it called? The waterworks. The waterworks yeah. there. This, this so-called Saudi chap, corrupt to the core, and then steals money for asbestos. As if that's not enough, not enough people are dying from that. He goes and steals money that gets people dying of cholera. And then takes the proceeds and gives them to the ruling party. <laughs> And then there's no insurrection. In Mututu, where I was born, there's no water. And then the councillors sell the water to the citizens and they because they are in the business of water. So instead of fixing the water, it's better for them if it's not fixed because then it's revenue for them with the water tankers that are a tender. 
Why is so, there so no why, revolution so why, over this? Yeah, why do people do tolerate people, this stuff? What do the people Are we so browbeaten? Have we been so damaged by our past in this country that we're willing to tolerate any kind of abuse from our parents or the government? <laughs> Is this how bad it is? That's that's how bad it is. That's why I'm saying we need a catastrophe. We need something that can affect all of us, you know, almost at the same time. And where we all say enough is enough. That moment seemed not to have arrived. But it kind of fine. So, you know, it sounds bad. 35 people that, but it's in Marigana. Half of the people don't even know where Marigana is. If it's a point Marigana, they will point to the south. So, they don't even know where it is. They think it's some notional thing. And then what's worse is that you've got a president who has never been there for 11 years and doesn't think anything wrong of it. They have a, a reason. Yesterday, the president just spoke to him and said, no, 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 no. He's, he's caught between a rock and a hard place because there are people who actually don't want him to go there while others want him to go there, etc. So even you know, on a compassionate level, we've got a heartless situation, a heartless government in instances. And then they pay, so JJ, they pay the, this, the family's money and they think that makes it better. So I, I, JJ does this then, mm. you know, considering what the landscape looks like. Again, mm. coming to all the number of people who've put their hands up to say that they, um, 2024, they feel they could do a better job, mm. a different job. Do you have then no hope when you see a mashaba, a songez, or a, you know? Yeah, and all, all, of, all of them are friends, really. They, I, sure. I, I just pity that they're going to muddy themselves, right? unfortunately. So? Because they're going to, the same way, they, how did, how did Mampila Rampila muddy herself? She was one of the best social, civil society leaders not mm -hmm. so long ago. Mm -hmm. In fact, she had a full movement. And if she spoke, I remember she, she used to have the, uh, this whole issue about the outcome-based outcome education, education thing as a, a pet subject. The minister of, of of education would shake in her boots if Mampila is gonna talk about OBE, right? That's how respected she was. Then she decided to kiss Helen Zille, Helen Zille and, and things politics. went south from there. She formed a political party and left it halfway, half baked, and what have you. There's something which taints you immediately. Uh, unfortunately, in our current political landscape, I'm not saying that these other people will make a difference, but unfortunately, it's. You know, Mashaba maybe will get 10 seats, 20 seats. I don't know. Some guys will maybe get two or three seats. And it looks like if they get more seats, but not enough to actually change things, right, overall. So that's why I'm saying we need – and, and I thought that uh, uh, the, the the idea that John Stenhausen had about the moonshot and so on was a good idea executed badly. How so? Mm. Because he started off by saying, we're going to exclude so-and-so. You exclude the third biggest party in parliament, you know, you expect to get you 50. How? I mean, unless, unless it's affecting him that he didn't go to school, then he can't calculate that actually you need 51, 50 plus one. And in order to do that and take the NC out because it's damaging things so much, you need to, to, to have a broader coalition than the people you like, right? But was the, was the idea not doomed by the fact that they came out and spoke about it to begin with. I mean, when I look at their coalition that they came out of um, Kempton Park with a couple of weeks ago, mm. the first thing that I thought of, and you and I come from a communication uh, background, is I'm going, what a communication nightmare this is going to be. What, what are they going to be communicating to their individual constituents? Not just about what they are saying they are going to do together, mm. but also about what they each stand for and how that falls back into the 
the bigger picture. Yeah. But also what they've now done is they have now created one target for the ANC. All the ANC needs to do now is target just the coalition and all the people in the coalition. That's a good point. For, whereas if there were all six of them out there yeah. fighting a different battle, suddenly the ANC would have six fronts on which to battle it out. Yeah. And it's it's impossible. To no, no, I don't, I, I clearly don't think so. I think that there's been a conversation as far back as 2009 about what is called political realignment. Mm. Because the NC is just too big to sort out as one little party in a corner, right? It, no matter how good your ideas are. So we should have, that's why I'm saying we need this, there's not catastrophic event that said to people, to hell with your colors of green, blue, whatever. We need a new government and we probably need the government of national unity. That may as well include the ANC, by the way, because if the NC gets 47%, they're a yeah. big chunk to ignore, right? But maybe it's time for them to take a break from being the driver. And that should have been the discussion, not, oh, exclude this red one, uh, let's come to this corner, and we'll go, uh, how said, are you, you going said, to get you, to 51? You said something so impressive just now. You said there is no point in negotiating and coming together with people who only agree with you. Exactly. You need to have the people you disagree with in there for it to be. But that's how a government of nationality was. I right. mean, did you agree with the national party? The national party has been killing us for years, but we found the courage to say, for the sake of getting South Africa out of that mess, let's work together. Mm -hmm. Now, you can't tell me in 30 years down the line, you can't do that for people you have actually even worked with already. The DA and the EFF worked <coughs> together in Johannesburg. Right. You know exactly. So what what is what has changed now? So, so I think that the the and I put it in this to, in, in in on my show. I put it like when you are cooking, it's not just about the ingredients. It's about how you put them together. If you are cooking pap, you can't start by putting the pap in the pot and then put water on it before you put the. You, you got to you got to, to there's a in a recipe there's a, there is a, a method to get to the right. Outcome. You can't just say, yeah, moonshot. Oh, let's see how to feel. Let's go to the moon. Uh -uh. When are you, you going to get Trevor Manuel on your show anytime? No, don't start now. <laughs> he, he probably won't come to my show because he's still busy in court trying to sue me. So his, his hands are a bit full. I don't know where this is going, but it's, it's dragging out long enough. It's been a long time. I know, but and that's how our courts no, are. Only reason just so which, takes who, long. which girl is it? Uh, <laughs> no, not in this case. Yeah, not in this case. Sure. He, yeah, there's no girl. I'm married. He's married. So, so tell me, tell me about, away. tell me Never about. stops the comrades. What did what did the presidential spokesperson say about BRICS? Because this was an opportunity for Cyril to flex some muscle. No, he says they are very happy. Looked like a big man. Yeah. And, you know. No, but, but let's be honest. I think he did very well. You know, it, just in terms of from a diplomatic kind of repertoire and this what is the only you. thing so far in his presidency you could say that about he's doing he did very well quite apart from the fact that the backup the minister pando who i respect very much and the team just made it look like a proper thing right. not a sort of a backroom uh, a little thing and then we may not like it but the additional members say that the world may just be changing in terms of global power relations if you add those you know oil producing countries mm -hmm. and and, and lead us in their own regions and you make a new block essentially. Yeah. Right. Now you and know like ma like many things in the in the in the in the uh, south, right? We've got lots of ideas and fail at execution. And I hope the bricks won't fall prey to that. Because remember, 
It's been 15 years of the BRICS. What can you point? Mm. And only now talking about the uh, common currency. After 15 years, what have you been talking about in 15 meetings? Well, what, what, <laughs> what they have done yeah. for South Africa, from South Africa's perspective at least mm. is they've created a new market for themselves. Because we import a lot of products from the BRICS countries, right? So when yeah. we think about the, we send minerals to China, but... Uh, if once they have beneficiated those minerals, they sell it back to us. And, mm -hmm. and what at we four export, times the price. Four, this is the thing. So they've just created a new market don't, for themselves. Don't, don't, so don't, because don't because Kanthan's not South here to argue with you this morning. Listen, he it, has. He's good. Is, so whenever Pumi and Kanthan get into this thing, he's yeah. very optimistic about BRICS, and he says yeah. it's a new power block. He is optimistic. It's yeah. a change, and you know, this is the hegemony of the U.S. is going to be upset finally, and the dollar might not be the only currency you could trade in yeah. internationally in another and, fifteen years. Yeah. Well, Pumi's so points. So what's going what's to help? We bring uh, part of the people who are now uh, the new <laughs> members of BRICS. Yeah. Two of the most indebted countries in the world. They, and the first thing Argentina comes into BRICS and says is, by the way, this, I mean, but that's what I'm saying about the South, that we <laughs> seem to be in a pity party half the time. Mm -hmm. Can somebody please tell me what did these guys do for 15 years? They're saying the 15th anniversary. There's no irony before. They've been, they, this, this thing about the common currency could have been the discussion on the year one. Oh, by the way, we joined when they've been there called Brick for a long time. We just added the S to the Brick. Small S. A 15. Uh, no, uh, so I don't know whether at what point we joined in the 15. But I'm, all I'm saying is, you know, it's like in our country, there are fantastic policies. Try and implement them. You, Good you luck. said it just now. You f we fail in execution. We fail in execution. So the idea of a new block, a new currency, de-dollarization, that, that word didn't even, they, they were afraid to even touch that word, de-dollarization. Right? They, they've given it to their finance ministers, you know, people like Kodongwa. I doubt anything's <laughs> going to happen in another year. If you give it to the likes of Kodongwa, who's looks half asleep half the time. <laughs> so if he's, he's given such a big assignment, and he's worried about whether he'll be a minister in April. I'll tell <laughs> it's you not what. gonna happen. So, but okay. So then, so then, besides being besides being a great event organizer, yeah. Besides being a great event organizer, yeah. But don't discount a, that if events are a big thing. They can be a big uh, generator of uh, yeah, like for the, the EFF's wonderful event. No, that, was a, that, that was a good event. It was a good event, <laughs> Madam Mother Pauls. Being an event organizer and yeah. being a real organizer and getting real change to happen are not the same thing. So besides being a good event yeah. organizer, but if you what can organize a, a, a party, a, what do they call it? A, a, piss a, a piece up in a party. How can you run a country? So you, so we should also, you know, take the good with the bad, right? Yes, mm -hmm. uh, uh, to fill a stadium, especially if you have bus people from all over the country. Right. On pain of death, because remember, Julius a, called them pain out. Pain of being fired. Yeah, no, and they fire. are. No, he's and firing them. Fired. Yes, 210 of them have been fired, which is what's missing in this country. There's no consequence management. Fired. Right. Right. So I hope that when they do get into power somehow, because they may get into power, let's just try to number ourselves to that reality <laughs> slowly, slowly. Right. Because, because then thanks to John Stanhazen, I'm sorry. Because what John Cena has done is Why to push the sorry? EFF and the NC together. <laughs> because he made everybody sign that they'll never work with the NC. They'll never work with the EFF. So what is the NC's option if they get 45%? Is to go to the EFF. They don't who have probably anything. will have 
five to ten percent. <clears throat> yeah. Right. So basically, this so-called uh, doomsday uh, 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 scenario has been generated in, indirectly by the people who don't want it. So right, let's pass that and say Julius is the deputy president of the country. Um, and that dripping smile of yours. It, it's possible because, you know, South Africa is full of possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> so JP yeah, says, Prof, before you go, please speak about the politicizing of the Saab. Yeah. Look, I mean, um, I argue and I wrote in the Times yesterday that once a government now interferes one way or another directly or indirectly with institutions that are supposed to support democracy. It's time to change that government because it means they're tired, they're tired of even being constitutional mm -hmm. about, about that thing. And people who are in those institutions are also tired of, duck, of ducking the bullet <laughs> because they think, well, I'm going to be fired. If I find this guy guilty, I'm out. Right? So I would rather just be have a holding pattern. The elections are coming. Maybe we'll, I'll escape. That's when things go start going wrong. In all the failed states, the media is attacked, judiciary is attacked, institutions supporting democracy are attacked. Like in Zimbabwe, where you have a, 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 a ZANU elections committee <laughs> instead of an independent electoral commission. Right? Those institutions that now the Reserve Bank has been like a holy grain all along, right? Where it's seen as independent and resisting political pressure. They've been told since 2017 you must change your ownership. And they've just largely ignored that, etc. So when they give us a report that we must numb our intelligence to believe them, right? Where they say we can have money as long as people haven't taken the goods, you can keep it for two years, you don't have to declare it. But I can't it's funny. But I can't JJ, the money was a deposit. Yeah. The, and so because it was a deposit, yeah. there is no need for declaring. And there is no need to perfect the transaction. Oh, yeah. What is wrong I, with Yeah, you? so then you don't, then you don't then you don't need uh, foreign exchange controls. Anybody can yeah. you can just have just dollars get, under you, your You can go and change now. Yeah. With, you go to your bank and my maybe problem, my, my only problem with this whole thing is that Ramaphosa did not use the dollars to pay stuff at the Tuli house. They suffered when he's sitting mm. on dollars. He's sleeping on dollars, but people he works for don't have a salary. I would forgive him if he took those money, that money, even if it was in dollars, and gave it to the Lutuli house. What if it was uh, stolen before yeah, it was supposed to arrive at Lutuli house? Maybe, but, what he, if that's where but they slept on to? it for, for, for years before they, they went to, to, to go and extract it out from so, Namibia, so they did get it back. What do you guys but, think? But it still didn't pay staff. <laughs> what but, do you think uh, of no, this? So can, so, before you move on, before you move on to that, <laughs> I, think, right. I think though that, that this is, is about something that for the past couple of days, at least at my work, is something that I've been talking about because mm. we watched all the PP um, public mm. protector interviews. Inter oh my God, that. what a disaster. But it's, it's not just about the politicizing of of sarp right yeah it's about the fact that in all these institutions mm. you have all of and it's catered deployment mm. right you have all of mm. these individuals in all of these institutions that are beholden to one faction or another yeah of this party and because of that everything has ground to a halt people are either afraid to do something yeah. because they'll get i don't fired. have a problem with catered deployment by the way Absolutely. Yeah, that's Explain. Fine. I don't have a problem with cadre deployment. I have a problem with bad cadres being deployed. <laughs> you understand? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because let's remember, let's slim, remember, Tulima Donzella was a cadre. Yes, but it's slim. What pickings. did she do? 
Do you know that? Do, do you know that uh, Zuma was looking for the person who recommended Tulima Donzer? Says, and that person is hiding under was hiding under a rock for seven years because he said, "Why do you, who gave us this lady? Was even she even a member of the ANC? Right? So there are good some good people. Look at what happened to SARS itself in the early years. Right? Those, those are cadres. Right? Look at what happened happened to the treasury." You know, your likes of Trevor Manuel, competent. Mm. Can he can be rude lately, but <laughs> but the guy was competent. He 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 oversaw, you know, at least some growth that we can yeah. talk about today. You understand? But, but, but where are these? But he was a cader. He was a deployed cader. Okay, yeah, but, but the problem is now you can't that. dismiss everybody who's no, a cader. No, you're not I agree going with to you. dismiss but, everybody yeah. that's a cader. But my point being that we now sit in an environment where more and more people. Yeah. In almost every sector of our government, yeah, uh, the bad apples, yeah. where even the good ones are afraid to step yeah, up. Yeah, that's why we must now change the guard because then that guard can give us some fresh freshness, blood. fresh blood. Because what is happening with the with the institutions? Okay, let me go to the Reserve Bank and tell you a little bit because because they are they were a holy grain. We don't touch them; they can't do no wrong. Let's get let's look at let's start with VBS. Mm -hmm. VBS is a bank of rural women in Venda putting their last savings mm -hmm. somewhere where they thought it's safe. For many years. Why was it not good enough for the Reserve Bank to save that bank and save those savings of those rural women? Just not false cars. Just not their lifeboat. So don't touch. I mean, what is the... It, what would be it would be a blip on the on, on the reserve bank's even own bank uh, what is it balance sheet to have saved VBS but they, they couldn't touch it by the way ask a question where was the reserve bank when people were transferring money of municipalities illegally mm -hmm. to a mutual bank don't they have systems that beep Somewhere they, they to can, say there's money oh, being transferred we, here and we there. know they have systems because if you or Pumi or I underpay our tax by they'll be on top of 10 you. rand they're on top of you yeah. but they can't they can't see these millions being transferred but so who's ever who's ever blamed who's ever blamed the reserve bank for that nobody no one you can go and google any link of reserve bank and vbs you won't find it we are gray listed today mm -hmm. who has ever blamed the reserve bank and its lag systems mm -hmm. nigeria has 40 banks 40 in the period that leseja has and this team has been there We've got banks who can count in one hand who own 95% of this, this, this economy. Have they launched a bank that is progressive or even just a bank, a black bank of people? Have they supported black businesses in the financial sector to survive? Or have they done the opposite like they've done with this 360 global solution who they put on curatorship for two years and didn't even talk to them for a, a full 12 months to check how are you doing? So it was, they put their own curatorship to shut them up and get them out because they were thinking, "Who are these people? I mean, how do you trust?" If you, if, if, and then you have a Guamanda who even makes it worse now, and uh, with a scam, they say, "You see, <laughs> you can't trust these people with money." <laughs> so, so the Reserve Bank has gotten off lightly, right? Because we thought this is one of the ideal institutions, institutions and so on. Now, because they are tired of being that independent institution, it means that you need to change those who appoint them. And mm -hmm. this is where we now go to vote a new right. government and hope for the best that that government will give you some fresh blood. Because remember, we mustn't be too optimistic about politicians. Even the new ones can come and disappoint us. 
You've just talked about the DA that says we'll govern well and so on. People died in cholera under their watch. Well, I think that's the most resounding message here. Listen, can't we do something? I'll come to your show every week and you come here every week. <laughs> people, people are loving this. I mean, they, there's so many comments here about JJ, please come back. This is so good. Uh, we, we just, uh, we love this. So thank you very much. No, Professor. no, no, just absolutely a pleasure. And I'll invite you again. We need a longer time. Yes. Um, just that there was just a taste of it. I really like your perspective and your fearlessness. Um, and, and and your thick skin. I mean, I, I would <laughs> sleep with one eye closed if I were insulted like you are every day, you know? But you, you oh, are. Don't, you don't get that? You, you, you get, don't get that with your rents? You get uh, former ministers taking you to court. I don't take a, Let me tell you, these people are cowards. Okay, people ask me, what? How can you, you do? What, what do you say when you meet these people? I said, how are you? <laughs> you know, I met Tulas Nguyen after calling me incompetent. He went to the BCCSA and lost. <laughs> and then I meet him at a, at a restaurant in Cape Town. And he said, hey, chief, how are you? Fine, Carno, let's have tea. And then I met him again on the, on the plane uh, a few weeks later. And he says, I'm ready now to come to you. So uh, <laughs> the last word no, is to say, you become yourself and people will catch on. But if you are fake, it will catch up with you. Now, I mean, a bongo, there's a chap called Bongo. I insulted him for years about corruption, and he was found not guilty. And I said, oh, I'm in trouble. He comes to my show, and he was dead like three hours before the show. And I said, no, no, we're only starting at eight, and it was five o'clock, and he was already sitting in the reception. <laughs> and I said, yeah, he's coming <laughs> for he's me red. today. And he said something very interesting. He says, we hated you at the beginning until we realized that you criticize everybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm not trying to be factional and what. If you do something stupid, it doesn't matter who you are. You may be the president, you may be the reserve bank governor, you mm -hmm. may be former finance minister. No sacred cows. I'll tell you, you are being silly. That's but I think need. it's also in the fact that you also afford them the opportunity to come on the show and, and explain have the themselves. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and because it's TV, they come. I love it. No, JJ, thank you so much. Lovely to have you here, and Wonderful. thanks for thank thanks for coming, coming to. Thank, to thank to you for having me. But don't wake me up Pleasure. so early. Can, no, I know. Couldn't I have done this on Zoom? <laughs> no. <laughs> Next time. It's much better, man. Next it's much time. better. And I like. But, but Zoom, you just use the whole show on Zoom. I know. Yeah. Yeah, Next time uh, you invite me, I'll come happily on Zoom. <laughs> all right, done deal. Yeah, all right. No problem. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow at 6 a.m. Have an excellent Thursday. High five. I get